Hey guys, today we have a super fun episode for you. We are talking about those really strange advertisements for really weird crap nestled in the pages of your favorite comic books. The older they are, the weirder they get. It's just some bizarre stuff. We found some really great gems. We found a secret white supremacist plot funded by sea monkeys. We'll talk about that and more on today's episode of the Launchpad Podcast. Before we get started, hit like and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. Leave a review, Apple Podcast. It really helps us out. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. And now, let's get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Well, hey there, little Matt. What do you got there? Um, one dollar and fifty cents. What are you gonna spend it on, little Matt? X-ray specs. What do you think you're gonna do with those X-ray specs? Oh, I'm gonna look through hot ladies' clothes. I'm gonna look in the locker room at the gym or the the y or wherever i go swimming because i'm a little kid uh oh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna look through fucking banks and i don't know see the money in there (laughs) what do kids do stupid shit those are pretty lofty goals for these x-ray specs because let me tell you what you're getting actually is a piece of cardboard shaped like sunglasses with a tiny feather so that your blurred vision makes you think you're looking at an x-ray it's bullshit That's what we're talking about today. It's like a, a couple months ago, I was in a comic book store and I bought a V comic based on the, the Kenneth Johnson series. And it was right before we interviewed him. So it's this old comic. It's from March of 86. And I'm flipping through it and I notice all these weird fucking ads in it. And I'm like, some of them I remember seeing, like, I think comics when you and I were growing up were way more like the stuff in there was commercials. Yeah. Like it was like, hey, buy this product, buy this video game buy these trading cards. We kind of missed out, I think, for the most part, except for on reprints and back issues. We missed these little like x-ray specs and magic tricks and shit like that. But when you go back, even like 10 years from 80s, like in the 70s, or I guess even in the 80s, this is 86, there was so much shit that was just like, wait, what kid was buying this? I mean, I guess every kid, because some of them, some of them pitches are pretty good. And you're like, oh, I see why a kid would like that. Some of them are like, who would do that? <laughs> yeah, these things are ridiculous. It's it's pretty unbelievable what kids were buying, what they thought they could buy. I was looking into these just doing research for it and you're right. It is like back issues only is where you get the really gold gems. But here's the thing. So, back in the day before TV had commercials for toys, people with like a bunch of little chintzy crap didn't know how to sell it to kids or get in front of their audience and they were like kids read comic books. So, comic books became one of the first mediums for advertisers to be able to sell directly to kids without regulation so they could make outlandish claims about the shit that their products could do, like the powers they would grant these kids. It was ridiculous. And it was because it was completely unregulated. And it was one of the only ways that kids could be directly advertised to, specifically like those x-ray specs you were talking about, right? Mm -mm. Like it shows him looking through a woman's dress. See, I in have the picture. I have one in front of me and it shows it says X-ray X-ray vision, X-ray glasses only a dollar 50. Ooh, so and I didn't even have this out when we just did that little bit, so I guess. I have a it's like a businessman looking guy and it's an illustration and he's looking through his hands and he can see the bones in his hands. Yeah. So, 
can I read you this this pitch that I'm looking at for this this sales? Do it. This, yeah, this is what it says. It. And there's many. There's a lot of little gems in here. And this is the kind of shit like I never read this as a kid because I think I wasn't stupid. Like I think I knew that this is. Yeah. Although we'll get to the hover car, and that's where I started to be stupid. But <laughs> I bought the plans to the hover car. Yeah. So you're even stupider than me, and your mom didn't let you no, take no, the no, vacuum no. apart. I will tell. Well, I will tell you how this <laughs> went down because it wasn't that I didn't know that it was bullshit. I really, really just wanted to see what they thought that they could sell me. I was like, three bucks to find out what they thought they were selling me, like mm. to find out what it is, was worth it to me. So we'll get to that story. All right, we'll get to Hovercar. All right, X-ray glass is only $1.50. Hilarious optical illusion, exclamation point. Scientific principle always works. With these X-ray specs, you apparently see through flesh and peek at the bones underneath. Apparently see through clothing. Hi- uh, and then it says, exclamation point, hyphen. And quote unquote embarrass friends hyphen they'll in all caps beg to try it for themselves be the most popular at work slash school in caps be the life of the party you also get funny <laughs> tricks and amazing illusions to perform for your friends and then it you know gives the shipping and stuff information in the PO box to write to couple things here one I love that they are saying apparently in it so at no point in this are they like hey you're actually going to see this but. I love that it's a scientific principle that always works to apparently see through flesh and apparently see through clothes. But here's the other thing. Like, it shows him looking through a silhouette of a woman's dress. It's not a CAT scan. X-rays don't see through to, like, skin. You're not seeing boobies. Like, okay, let's pretend they are X-ray specs. That kid's getting immediate cancer. Okay, so the real X-ray specs, you're seeing bones in black and white images. You're not seeing what the pervert in this ad looks like he wants to see. Well, the other thing is like, let's just say that these glasses could. That's not how X-rays work. X-rays can't see through different depths of things. That's what I'm saying. It's right? not a CAT scan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you do not get the depth here. It's, it's purely all the way through. You see some bones and that's about it. But the ridiculous thing is, it's like, this is creating a new type of pervert. He gets the glasses expecting to see like dongs or boobies or whatever he's into. <laughs> and then suddenly is like, oh, I can only see skeletons. Well, I'm here being a perv. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's look at another one, man. We're hitting the classics right off the bat. Okay. So here's what we see. Mm. It's a guy lying on the beach with mm. his honey and some guy runs past who's much bigger than him and he kicks sand in this guy's face. Hey, quit kicking that sand in our face. That man is the worst nuisance on the beach. And then the skinny guy gets up and he confronts the strong man and the strong man says, listen here, I'd smash your face. Only you're so skinny, you might dry up and blow away. And the skinny guy says, that big bully, someday I'll get even. And then his honey's like, don't let it bother you, little boy. Ooh. <laughs> and so the skinny guy sulks away. Darn it. I'm sick and tired of being a scarecrow. Charles Atlas says he can give me a real body. All right. I'll gamble a stamp and get his free book. So he knows that mm. it's a gamble. Right, right, right. Even he's not completely sold in his own ad. Yeah. And then it says later, boy, it didn't take Atlas long to do this for me. What muscles? He's looking pretty buff. This bully won't shove me around anymore. And then in the very next panel, he's socking the dude in the face. What? <laughs> You're here again? Here's something I owe you. Pow. Assault. <laughs> <laughs> and then his honey and all the other people on the beach say, oh, Mark, you are a real man after all. Hero of the beach. Gosh, what a build. And then it's body by Atlas, Charles Atlas. And it's a picture of a dude in like leopard skin, little underpants. And it says, let me prove I can make you a new man. And then there's a lot of fine print. 
that is amazing to read. I won't read it now because we already read through so much of it, but like the fine print is amazing because like, you know, if you do this exercise shit, you'll be good. It's not going to be instantaneous. This shit's not going to happen. You're not going to punch yeah. out beach bullies. Classic advertisement. This is when I think if you've read a comic book, you know this. You know, like I know the image. I'm not looking at it right now, but I know the image of that Atlas guy in his little leopard thong. Like I know that picture that was that was like a must the one you read was like more of like a half page or full page thing but i've seen ones that were just little like thumbnail boxes on like almost like a because comics used to have if you guys haven't like if you guys are young and you haven't seen these it was like every once in a while you'd have in a comic book a page that almost looked like classified ads right yeah it was like these little boxes of different sizes and each would have different things and this muscle one makes sense this is one of them that i get right like x-ray specs were all little horn dogs and stupid the f- there's like all these ones about getting buff and i saw a lot of ones in the comics i looked at and you know getting ready for this episode with karate self-defense learn karate and i have on this page that i'm looking at and again i'm looking at now i'm looking at a daredevil 248 which was from 87 on this one page there are two different self-defense ones yeah and i wish that you and i like knew each other and were friends back in the day because i would say we each need to take one of these courses and then fight to the death and see which course is better you know kung fu karate learn unbeatable in caps fighting power certificate awarded then the other one down at the bottom says if you're serious about learning karate and that's all in caps you must have this book and that's underlined and exclamation point there are advertisements for martial arts like martial arts schools for like disciplines i've never heard of like you know i I watch a little bit of mma so you hear the you know (laughs) there's karate there's jujitsu you know there's krav maga in the back of a comic book i think they just made that up (laughs) no offense to anybody who practices a martial art they learned from the back of a comic book yeah someone right now is cracking their knuckles and they'll be like (laughs) Kick this podcaster's ass. I spent my $3 to get this course. As soon as I buy Charles Atlas's book. <laughs> yeah. You try to beat somebody up and you're like, it doesn't work. And you're like, but I have this certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the self-defense ones, I have one that's a device made for self-defense called the shocker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So it says, Kiro Migawa says, and he's the guy who invented this thing. Have effective, even deadly self-defense in seconds. Wear the amazing shocker and have deadly self-defense power in your hand. Shows them breaking a brick with this thing. And there's just huge, tons of copy, tons of copy. It shows an x-ray picture of somebody holding this thing and like, ah, I'm going to kick its ass. Basically, there's no electricity involved. It's literally just like a metal rod that you hold in your hand. So when you do a karate chop or strap to your hand, like it just gives you that little extra like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is a full page one that you found. Seems to be something that you strap to your hand that's like a metal rod to protect your hand. Here's the coolest part about it. When you carry the shocker, you are armed, free. This lapel pin, the sign of a split skull, will be sent to you when you order the shocker and instruction book. We ask that you wear it at all times as a warning to would-be attackers of the fantastic power that you hold in your mind and hand. That is, and it shows this picture of a little pin that you'd stick on your lapel. (laughs) And it does indeed. It has a. It almost looks like a like a chasm down the middle of a of a profile of a skull. That's fucking awesome. I would love to do like a funnier dice skit where like some nerdy guys walking through an alley and like stereotypical nineteen eighties Frank Miller New York street trash is like, "Yo, man, let's go get his money." And then they get closer and they're like, "No, wait, 
Look at his lapel. He's, he's got, got the, the shocker. shocker. He turns around. It's the shocker from Spider-Man. Dude, I want one of these pins really bad. Have you ever been in a dangerous situation? You're walking down a dark and lonely street with your girlfriend when two bullies burst out of an alley? That's what I'm saying. What? And then they look at your lapel and they don't see anything and they're like, let's rape and murder these two. <laughs> <laughs> it has no electricity. It's literally just a metal bar and you use it to whack people with your open palmed hand. Now, this is something that I didn't think of until, you know, you just moved back to Georgia and we've been crazy with pandemic and shit. But I'm sure all of these things are no longer real things. But we yeah. should write to some of them and just like just pick three each. Some of them are still active because these people maintain their P.O. boxes. These are all hucksters, man. They All these people still exist. I bet a lot of the stuff would t- still take your fucking money. We should each pick like three things and send them our dollar fifty to $3 and just see what happens. If there's a phone number, it would obviously be easier, but God, that would be funny as shit. And I thought of that like yesterday and I was like, it's too late to do it for this episode. But part of the thing for me that thinks this is funny is a lot of these are you think that like the marketing team for these places <laughs> were like, all right, what would nerds buy? What would like the, yeah. the nerdy comic kid buy? But then some of them are like out of left field. So I'm going to do a couple more that I think like make sense for nerds. Like you're like, okay, a nerd person would probably like these things, right? Okay. Here's one. It says, this is in, in a, one of those like classified ads type pages. pages. It's about the size of like half my thumb. Yeah. The top in all caps in a bigger font says skateboards with no exclamation point, just skateboards, wheels, trucks, safety gear, T-shirts and more. More is capitalized. All capitalized. The best brands, the same gear the pros use. Do you want to tear it up just like the pros? Of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) Send today for your free catalog to Biff Wiffles House of Skateboards. (laughs) The words that I emphasize were the words that were in caps, and they're all over the place. But it's I just love, it's like, do you want to do it like the pros? Of course you do. Rumi, can you name somebody associated with skateboarding? Tony Hawk, Bam Margera. I think that's all I know. Until you read that comic book, would Biff Wiffles ever be on that list? No. no. Who the fuck is Biff Wiffles? I knew Tony Hawk growing up. That was the only skateboarder I knew. Skateboarders hadn't really been invented in 87. That's when they started to get invented. Right now, some skateboarders like, you don't respect the great Biff Wiffles? Well, I was going to say, Tony Hawk one day was reading Daredevil and he was like, hmm. <laughs> he's like, I do want to do like the pros. Of course I do. <laughs> so here's one. It's print your own money. Oh, I saw one like that. <laughs> Put in blank paper and money comes out and you're like, whoa, nowhere on here does it say it's a magic trick because that's what it is. It's a classic magic trick. Right, right, but right. But it's a blank piece of paper. You have these rollers. You put the blank piece of paper in and money comes out. Here's the trick, though. You have to supply the money. Yeah. But this thing's like, <laughs> print your own fucking money. Okay, if you're a kid and you see that, print your own fucking money, and you're like, huh, counterfeiting. I'm into that. I could be into this counterfeiting thing. Like, that's the thing. Some of these things that they're selling, the implications are completely illegal. That's true. That's true. But kids dig that kind of shit because kids are stupid. <laughs> kids are stupid. Says, uh, presto. From the other side comes a real dollar bill. Insert a dollar bill and see a change to a five or a ten. And then it says it's order number seven fifty and it's only a dollar fifty. And I feel like if you can make a dollar into a five or a ten, it's worth that dollar fifty investment. That's a that's good capital that I would pony up. I have one that just says print your own money, put in blank <laughs> yeah. paper, and money comes out. Like it just just no bones about it that you're counterfeiting that shit. Here is pen size clip on your pocket power magnifier this is exciting new 
power wide fluid magnifier is cleverly concealed in a pen sized pocket scope that lets you peek, quote unquote, to your heart's content. Pervert, because the picture of him's looking at a chick on the beach. <laughs> so you can't see through her you could just see her from farther away so handy for sporting events counter spying and girl watching also contains a 30 power full microscope to thrill any naturalist not a toy but a real instrument <laughs> full money back guarantee if not delighted only 298 what i love that it says counter spying exactly what i was gonna say wait <laughs> Who's spying on you first? Well, I think because that's what I thought first, but then I think if you say it's great for spying, you're encouraging creepiness, right? <laughs> Even in the 80s, that they knew that that wasn't necessarily cool to do. Well, especially when the immediate words after were, girl watching, yeah. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't think to put something else between that. No, like yeah, they didn't do like spying, yeah, counter spying, sport watching, girl watching. No, girl watching was like right at the end there. Also, what creep are you looking through the pen size magnifying glass from your car while <laughs> girls are on the beach? Also, again, back to counter spying. I'm all over the place with this, but are you counter spying a guy with a pen magnifier? Like, it's basically a telescope. Yeah. So he's got a pen telescope. You've got a pen telescope. I look out the window. You're living across from me, Rumi. And I'm like, oh, is Rumi looking at me with his pen telescope? Oh, I'm going to counter counter spy with my pen telescope. And now we're both just looking at each other with it. Counter spy, <laughs> counter spy. I'm spying on you. No, I'm counter spying on you. Well, it's funny. And I think this is this is a product of the time as well as the technology of, of, of the time. But spying is a big deal in these things. There's a lot of spy Miniature scopes, cameras. cameras. Yeah. I was just going to say, can mini spy camera take secret or regular pictures? <laughs> Precision ground lens takes clear close-up or distant pictures, 10 pictures per roll. There's a lot of spy scopes, a lot of spy glasses. I saw something that was a spy microphone, like uh, like a bug, like a miniature bug. And like, I don't know what the preoccupation with spying was here. Like, why are we so concerned? It's the era, man. Yeah, yeah. It's Cold War atomic fear. What if the government was putting some of these out? Ooh, trying to get kids to be like little spies. Yeah. Get them indoctrinated. Yeah. I mean, it's all part of that surveillance state, buddy. So here's one here that's, it's a CB radio receiver. And it's like, listen to weather alerts. Uh, listen to trucker jibber jabber. Are you a shut in? It has some very weird things that it says. And then I'm like, well, that's that'd be pretty fun to have a little CB radio strapped to your bike. But then you realize it's just the receiver. There's no microphone. So you're literally just hearing right, only radio listening. CB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're just listening to it. So if you're a shut in, you're still shut the fuck in and you get no like interaction. You're just listening to you the just bullshit. Hear. Yeah. Also, if you're a little kid and you've given the three dollars or whatever for a CB radio receiver, you're hearing a lot of truckers speak, and there's one thing I know about truckers. They know a lot about <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> so the kid's like, he's like, hey, mom, I'm going outside. Okay, what are you looking for, little Billy? Oh, just going down to look for some lot lizards. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you, uh, you had one of these CB radios growing up. Lot lizards are not real lizards, not an amphibian, in fact. <laughs> I wish you said, that's a big 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a concrete mic? Like I have a mic micro bugs, advanced bugging equipment, ultra small transmitters, telephone bugs, concrete mics, pen bugs, and much more. 
Send $2 to Microcom for catalog refundable. Looks like you're going to have to pony up two bucks to find out, Rumi. <laughs> I'm sure it's a microphone that no longer is like used. Like that concrete is no longer made, so you cannot listen to it. <laughs> Here's one I got for, for continual spy enhancement. Look the way you want, when you want. You'll be amazed at the exciting change in your personal appearance. This is literally felt with double-sided tape on it in the shape of mustaches and sideburns. <laughs> the natural look of the sideburns, mustache, and the Van Dyke and or beard actually allows you to select the way you want to look. Older, younger, distinguished, cool, suave, you name it. Wear each one individually or combine them for the effect you desire. Sideburns and beard, sideburns alone, Van Dyke alone, Van Dyke and mustache. <laughs> the combinations are limitless. All items are made from simulated natural hair to exacting professional standards. Firmly self-adhering can be worn, can be worn with self-confidence anywhere, anytime. They are so lifelike, you'll have to remind yourself that they can be removed. <laughs> yeah, this is probably just like fucking felt with double-sided tape on it. And for those of you wondering what a Van Dyke is, think like a little devil chin beard. That's just like real pointy off the bottom of your chin. That's apparently if they were smart, they would put that right next to some of the spy scopes because you're going to need both, right? (laughs) For your counter spying. Yeah, if you're counter spying on girl watching, you need to be an eight year old kid who has a Van Dyke. (laughs) (laughs) You come down Monday, you're like, "Hello, ladies!" Like, get away, creeper, little kid. Next day, you come down, you're like. Hello, ladies. I'm a distinguished gentleman with a Van Dyke and sideburns. And they're like, are you sure you're not that creepy kid with fuzz glued to your face? What are those glasses? Are you looking through my clothes and or skin? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) No. I've got two two little skinny weird ones here. The first one says genuine GI military police regulation whistle. Color, olive drab. Okay, cool. I get a 50% whistle. Like, that just doesn't seem like you'd... Like, you need to get a spy scope from these because where are you going to get a spy scope? But I feel like kids have whistles fucking from everything, right? Why do they need a whistle? It just... And it says, color, olive drab, all one thing. Right above that, in probably the boringest text I've ever seen, it says, odd items, genuine shark tooth on neck chain, $4. Genuine flint arrowheads, $2 each. All items postpaid. And then it gives the name and the, the P.O. box. Are there more items or is it just the shark tooth and the flint arrowhead? That was the thing. These were a lot of just like weird discount like surplus that they needed to get rid of. Right. Some guy had a thousand of yeah. those. And they, this was the best way to sell it. Here's one that I wish we could get a hold of because it's right up our alley. It's a really bitching picture. Dildo says, billboards. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun thrilling amazing it's like magic join the space parade with this great invisible helmet (laughs) and it's a helmet all right it says space cadet space helmet on there your friends will rave and it's a picture of like a boy and a girl looking at this doofus in like a jumpsuit wearing this space helmet satisfaction guaranteed or your money back in five days be a super space cadet nobody but nobody will be able to recognize you when you wear this amazing invisible helmet Because when people look at your face, they'll see only their own reflection. But you'll be able to see them, and you'll be thrilled at everyone's amazement. All this excitement for only a buck ninety-eight. Special offer. Get these sweet decoder rings on the side. But it has nothing to do with being invisible. They just can't see your face, you know, because you're wearing a mask. A mirror, right? A mirror It's a mirror. Yeah. (laughs) A mirror Cool. So you can be in the Watchmen HBO show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. I like you read that, and you're like, you mean mirror? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you mean mirror? Oh, it looks like a launch pad rocket. That's so cool. My favorite part is this doofus right here. With his hands on his hips? <laughs> yeah, he's like hands on his hips and he's like, da da da. And his friends are like, wow, Billy. The chick is all over him, though. She's really excited. She wanted like a robot bang. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> She's like, I'm so glad I don't know who you are. It's the equivalent of putting a paper bag over your head. <laughs> With a mirror, because it's invisible, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> the copywriter was like, you can't say invisible if you mean mirror. They're like, well, we'll say mirror at one point. Invisible, invisible, <laughs> invisible. Invisible means you can't see something. <laughs> this one says, super robots. And I was like, what? And it's like, transforming robots from Japan, illustrated catalog, $2. Oh, oh, you mean Just a transformer? A transformer? <laughs> yeah, but like a knockoff one? Yeah, right, right. It's worse than a GoBot. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like a StayBot. <laughs> Here's one. It says, scary, giant size, alien eye creature. It obeys your commands. Only $2. It's seven feet tall. This thing from another world acts as though it were alive. Imagine how scared and amazed your friends will be when they see this thriller chiller floating towards them. With its tentacles reaching out, rise, jumps, darts, floats in the air. Make it obey your commands from as far as 50 feet away. Made of durable polyethylene satisfaction guaranteed or your money refunded okay it's a picture of a man standing next to this giant floating eyeball with these tentacles coming off of it guess what you get when you send your two dollars to this company what a trash bag like balloon with an eye painted on it <laughs> with streamers glued to you it. like look this up to see what they yeah, were advertising i looked it up crepe paper streamers hanging off of it like you like you would hang up at a birthday party at a quinceanera <laughs> yeah just streamers attached to a trash bag balloon pl- painted like an eye. How do you control it from 50 feet away? With a string. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid kids. It's a string tied to a fucking balloon with streamers hanging on. I like of it. it. I like it. <laughs> you said before about the shark necklace people. Like, yeah, they, you're right. They got a surplus of like a thousand of those. Someone got a surplus of a thousand garbage bag and some green paint. And they had some streamers left over. And they're like, how can we move these items? It's kind of brilliant to think how well they scammed these kids. <laughs> Here's another great thing, because they they used to not only like scam the kids, but used to scam the kids into selling their junk yes, for them. Yes, I was going to get into that, too. There's a whole ton of those. The Olympic prizes or cash earn $1 on each item. We did this. In school, they do those. Earn famous name prizes or earn a dollar on each item. And it's like trying to get kids to go out and like sell their friends on sleeping bags and bikes and bullshit. And then like they earn money. So it's like pyramid scheme shit for kids. But that's what we did. I mean, I did at least growing up in elementary school and my school still does it. There's fundraisers for the school where they have some clown come to the school and be like, check out all these prizes you can win. You can win this little magic trick that makes a penny disappear. You could win this uh, phone charger. You could win this remote control car and the kids go crazy. Then he gives each kid an envelope and it's selling cookie dough or selling whatever. And the school makes yeah. a you know a profit for that. And the the kids sell to their friends and, and family and shit. And then if they sell enough, they get these stupid little prizes. But Ugh. there's I remember looking at these as a kid. And some of the prizes are fucking like super cool, man. Like I'm looking at one here. We got wristwatches, a bike speedometer, a swim set, which looks like you literally could like battle sharks, a complete archery set, magimatic camera. Not quite sure what that is, but... A lot of these things sold very dangerous things to children. Mm-hmm. 
my favorite is the uh, the one that I'm looking at here. It has two, four, six, eight, nine pictures of little kids with their quotes underneath about selling. Denny Rogers from Mississippi says, The brand of this fine seed company helped my family, friends, and neighbors decide to buy my seeds. Oh, so they're selling seed packets. <laughs> oh, my God. The, pe- <laughs> the people rely on me to get their seeds to them, and they want the best, I think it says, best American seeds says Mike McCunn from Pennsylvania. Thanks, Mike. I really value your input on your seed selling. It's so weird. Robin Westbrook from New York. My customers won 37 ribbons at the county fair. Now I have been able to buy my horse with my profits from the past four years. That's pretty... bought a horse? I guess. Horses were pretty cheap in 86. This is actually from the 70s. This is a Battlestar Galactica comic. Oh, I love it. These are so weird. They sold so easy and we made so much money for our baseball team that we named our team the American Seeds. Don <laughs> Joe Gade from Michigan. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. You think that's true? For one second, do you think that's true? I know these kids are dead. That's for sure. <laughs> no, the, none of it's none of this is real. I don't know what it would be called. If you're the manager of a small town baseball team and the kid's like, hey, we sold a bunch of seeds. Should we name... Name the fucking team the, <laughs> the seeds. American seeds. I'd be like, no, no, never. Go back Scarecrows, and sit. Go maybe. back and sit down. Scarecrows. Go, go back and sit down. Go sell some seeds, fucker. You mentioned magic tricks, and there are like pages and pages oh, yeah. of magic tricks. You know, magic cigarette tricks, foaming sugar, uh, flowers from your fingertips, magic smoke clouds, eggs from your mouth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but here's one: it's the Chinese sticks. And the picture on it is offensive. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. wow. That's a really evil looking buck tooth, slanty eyed cartoon Chinese man. And wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much magic stuff. Um, that's a pretty, that's a, that's a decent segue. So much magic stuff. I have one here. This is one of my favorite. Um, a lot of them say magic tricks and they'll either describe the trick or like they'll be it's one of the ones that has like a couple little metal shapes that are twisted together and you have to jiggle and jiggle and jiggle to get them apart and it like you could buy a pack of 10 different of those puzzles so i saw a lot of that's called yeah that's a puzzle not a magic trick this one it the type on this like the font it looks like someone made it with a label gun like that's the that's the the font of this and all like with the label and the raised letters yes exactly all this says is magic spells, $5. Sonora box, five fifty fifteen Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs> magic just spells? Magic spells, $5. And it's the font makes it look cryptic because of just the, I don't know, blankness and bluntness of it. That's magic spells. almost like a ransom note. Like, what if it yes. was like one letter cut out at a time? Now, we did an episode about terrible, like, superhero origins. Mm. Could you imagine if you were like a magic base, like a Doctor Strange? Like, how did you get your power? Studying for years in Tibet? Did you find a magic uh, amulet? No. I sent how much? Five dollars? Yep, five dollars. Away? to Sonoya, New Mexico, and they sent me a book of magic spells, and now I'm a fucking powerful wizard. So that's Dr. Strange's secret origin. I'm going to give you Dormammu's secret origin. In my Daredevil book here from 87, there's a thing that says magic tricks, which you say are puzzles, which are hours of fun, entertainment, and maze your family and friends, 10 steel puzzles, individually wrapped, that comes with the directions. I get it. And it shows pictures of like two metal circles intertwined, two triangles intertwined, uh, something that looks like a staple with a knot, uh, like almost like a metal knot tied around it that you got to get off. Okay, get it. Underneath that, twice as big in an orange box, says 
Magic. Enter the deep, dark world of magic. Vanish objects. Dazzle your friends. You are one of the privileged few given this unusual opportunity to learn the deep, dark world of magic and its <laughs> secrets. And secrets is also capitalized. Soon, even you can be a magical wizard for 20 <laughs> fabulous tricks valued at over $25. Send your name and address, please print, and $2, $3 outside the U.S. to Magic Bucks, 26210, Ham, Alabama. They are not even like mincing words that this is the dark arts. Oh, for sure. You're summoning demons. That's demons. That's not fucking two little pieces of metal twisted yeah. together. <laughs> That's some pentagram. That's upside down up crucifix shit. pentagon shit. Did you know, have you ever heard of the Om Shonrikyo cult? I have not. It's a cult in Japan that advertised in comic books saying that you could learn how to levitate. Okay. I'm listening. From this early, early comic book, they turned into a massive cult that was stockpiling weapons, helicopters. They did a gas attack on the Tokyo subways and they were about to buy a nuclear warhead. Massive cult. When was this? Do you know? It was a sarin gas attack on the Tokyo subway. It was in 1995, dude. So it was kind of started in 1984. So they've been around for a while, but they were recruiting through comic books and tech magazines being like, you want to learn how to levitate, son? And the guy who was in charge of it, he would post pictures of him floating in the air. And literally, he just had enough core strength that he could fold his legs into like a yoga sitting position and then launch into the air using his core strength. And that was levitating. Sign me up. How much was it? <laughs> <laughs> My fucking chiropractor has me doing like push-ups and shit. I'd rather just be levitating. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it was all like D&D nerds to begin with because they're like, hey, I want to levitate. And he's like, come live out here with me. And they're like, cool, cool, cool. And then suddenly, like 10 years later, you're doing gas attacks on the Tokyo subway. Do you know if it was the, was it a cult from the get go or they started with just like scamming nerds and they were like, wait, we could make this a cult. Who really knows with cults? Because there's only one, one or two people at the beginning who are like, hey, want to learn how to levitate and do yoga and like better yourself. And like suddenly people are like, I'm willing to hang around with you. Now, whether the one or two people who are like, let's do yoga and like have people like better their lives suddenly are like, wait, these people are willing to do whatever we say. Should we start a cult? Like, <laughs> I don't know if from the get go, they're like, hey, we need to start a cult. How do we start a cult? OK, let's promise them something that they can't achieve. And then they'll keep following us to try and like be, be able to, I don't know, levitate. OK, we'll just go with levitation. It'll change later on because that's mm. ridiculous. But but we'll go with that for now. And then like, at what point do you go? Um, hey, Steve, you've been uh, hanging out here a while, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been living in the closet and eating scraps that I give you. And you're like, just following me everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you be down with uh, picking up some AK-47s for, uh, for the cause? And he's like, totally down. You're like, shit, I have a cult. Wait a minute. Will I levitate after that? <laughs> yes. Very shortly after the AK-47s arrive, you will learn yeah. the real secrets. If you want to hear more about the Om Shinrikyo cult, there is a great podcast series on last podcast on the left about it, uh, but it's super bizarre. But yeah, started in comic books uh, <laughs> to sell bullshit. There's definitely some weird, and I have my, my last couple, I have like four more left. I have a couple left and they start to get weird. I was going to say mine are starting to get like fucking like, what is this about? How about we start with this? A lot of these have guilt tied to them. Ooh. Okay. Here's one that says, do you want Superman to die? What? Buy kryptonite rocks. So it's a picture of Superman. It says kryptonite rocks. It's terrific. It's fantastic. It's kryptonastic. Glow in the dark. Attention, friends of Superman. Do you really want to be a friend of Superman? 
Well, now you can be by owning a kryptonite rock. Kryptonite rocks come from the planet Krypton. Some time ago, the planet exploded, sending huge pieces of rocks into space. For years, the kryptonite has fallen to Earth and been captured by the enemy. In parentheses, we know who they are. (laughs) Who use it and try to kill our land's greatest hero, Superman. You see, kryptonite is the only substance against which Superman has no defense. And magic. A short while ago, we, in parentheses, the good guys, (laughs) spotted a very large piece of kryptonite rock about to smash into the Earth. We immediately sent out a search party to find and bring back the kryptonite rock before it fell into the wrong hands. We now have the kryptonite rock broken down to a million pieces are making it available to all of Superman's friends for safekeeping. Kryptonite rocks are blue, green in color and are safe, non-toxic, and most exciting of all, glow in the dark. So help keep Superman safe from being destroyed and at the same time own an amazing kryptonite rock that glows in the dark. They can be yours for only two fifty plus shipping. I'm on board. It's a rock painted green. It glows in the dark, though. <laughs> but you're guilting kids like you don't want this to yeah. fall into the wrong hands. You better buy this shit. And I love it. I rock. think that's, that's the best sales pitch. And that's for me. I That's the one of everything we've read so far that I'm on board with, because although a super dramatic and silly story, it sounds cool. It's in the it, it's in the world and the, and the continuity of, of what we're reading and what we're talking about. I think that's super cool. Couple things though. Yeah. Number one, guarantees that you will never have a visit from Superman. Right. You, if you have kryptonite in your room, Superman is never coming to your house ever. That shit's on fire. He's like, call Batman. <laughs> <laughs> or like what if he's just like i want to congratulate little maddie for being such a great friend to superman oh no do you have kryptonite in here uh, that he dies like, <laughs> on your front porch like oh my god i also love terrible. that that is the origin of lex luther like young lex luther started spending what a million times two dollars and fifty cents plus shipping and handling which is what that's two and a half million dollars plus shipping and handling and he has now a giant rock of kryptonite right yeah. if one little supervillain kid just bought up those million pieces <laughs> right that's that's immediately what i'm thinking oh man there's so many like possibilities for super villain origins in the pages of comic book ads it's crazy i'm also thinking of like the same premise of this but for different heroes like you could buy you could buy bullets if you wanted to keep punisher safe like oh, i'll just buy all these bullets so the bad guys we know who they are can't shoot Punisher. <laughs> so all these kids have like bullets. They do sell BB guns in these ads. There's the da- Daisy Red Rider BB guns. Like, ask your dad. He had one. And it's like all this like weird like gun culture shit. That is a good guilting one. I didn't think about that. That's pretty funny. What about the Polaris nuclear submarine? I did not see that one. Here is the Polaris nuclear sub. Fires rockets and torpedoes over seven feet long. Big enough for two kids. Features, seven foot long, two seats, controls that work, rockets that fire, real periscope, firing torpedoes, electrically lit instrument panel. How proud would you be as commander of your own Polaris nuclear submarine? The most powerful weapon in the world. What (laughs) hours of imaginative play and fun as you and your friends dive, surface, maneuver, watch the enemy through the periscope and fire your nuclear missiles and torpedoes. What thrills as you play at hunting sunken treasures in pirate waters and explore the strange and mysterious bottoms of the deep ocean floor. Hours of adventure sturdily constructed of 200 pound test fiberboard. Read cardboard. (laughs) Comes only... For six ninety eight, I can get a submarine for six ninety eight. A nuclear submarine, dude. It's 
a cardboard box. Oh, I was going to say it's the same tentacle monster people like, what the fuck are we going to do with these? Yeah. None of this is a sub. Like I have a picture of this thing. It's a cardboard box that like has a lid on it and a couple of things. The missiles and the torpedoes are rubber band guns. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Can you imagine again, the little Lex Luthor kid? He's like, I just bought all this kryptonite and now I bought a nuclear sub. Now people have to respect me. Nine-year-old little Maddie. I will control the world with my fucking nuclear sub and kryptonite rocks. Superman will never be able to stop us. Because of that sturdy board. Can you imagine like back in the day when like it was easier to just call the White House, like a little kid calling him in like, I want to talk to the president. I will soon have in my possession a nuclear submarine and you'll have to bow to my demands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got another one, Rumi? I do. I have a bunch. There's a bunch here about poems. Be a slam dunker, free one million in cash, fake cash. But then there's one that just says, and this is all it says, okay? 15 diff, D-I-F, triangles, plus 25 cents, plus 15 cents postage. Triangles? <laughs> yeah. It's in what I think is supposed to be like the stamp section of the page, but it's not like cordoned off from the rest. It just happens to be surrounded by stamps. It doesn't say stamps anywhere on here. It just says 15 diff triangles. What is this geometry wizardry or what? what's going on? I think it's saying 15 different triangle stamps, but it doesn't, it's not clear. It just looks like, hey, do you need more triangles? <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, no, and I read wrong, you go up one and up one says five faces of Hitler, 25 cents. Now hard to get a must for every collector plus triangles, scout, etc. stamps on approval returnable without obligation. So from True Value Stamps in Apple Valley, California, you can get five faces of Hitler stamps, which are apparently they were now hard to get in uh, 78. Yeah. What? That's weird. Is that one of the ones you're going to write to? No. Well, I mean, (laughs) since you're like getting a nuclear sub, buying kryptonite, getting all hooked up on Hitler stamps, once the government starts chasing you, you might need to run and hide into your brand new $1 frontier cabin. (laughs) Big enough for two to three kids. This huge Western-style cabin is a child's dream come true. Size approximately three feet high, nine feet square, 23 cubic feet inside. Endless hours of play fun. It's a frontier cabin. Now, I was reading about this frontier cabin, found a guy who bought it, and he said, you know, can you imagine he's like wearing like a Davy Crockett hat, (laughs) his little like fur boots. He's got like a bow and arrow. He can't wait for his log cabin to arrive, and it comes in a flat box. And he's like, what? And he opens it. <laughs> it's vinyl printed like trash bag sides that look like a cabin that you put over a table. <laughs> and that's your log cabin. There were a lot of things here because if you know anything about like Halloween in this era, it was a lot of vinyl printed pictures yeah. of like Dracula's face with like Dracula's name printed on your vinyl jumpsuit. There is a lot of vinyl stuff. Here's one. It's a giant life-size moon monster over six feet tall. Scare your friends. Look what you get. And it's a vinyl printout. And it says extra three bonus monster masks. The masks are printed out vinyl pictures flat. Pictures of masks that exist. Not the real mask. Pictures (laughs) taken of the mask with string attached. So it's like a flat picture of somebody's real mask. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. Awesome. Put that on on a list of like birthday or Christmas presents for us to get each other. I want a oh. mask of a picture of a mask. Be a locksmith. Earn while you learn. Big opportunities. Big profits. Earn quickly. Oh, you mean you're teaching me how to be a thief. You're not trying to teach me to be a lock 
Smith. You're trying to teach me how to break and enter. <laughs> and I didn't see this one when I was flipping through, but there's a half page ad that shows a kid. It's an illustration of a kid sitting like, I guess, at a table with his elbow on the table and his head in his hand. And like, he's sad. And it says in blue, remember how many times you felt left out and then in black in a new line because you were broke and broke <laughs> is all uppercase places the gang was going and you weren't included. They all had money from movies, games, hamburgers, and soft drinks, dot, 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 all of them except you. <laughs> it's another one of those like work for us so that you could fucking make kid money. Hypnotize with any TV set first evening or money back. Television repairman's accidental discovery makes anyone a hypnotist right away. Secret <laughs> method uses ordinary TV set. No electronic knowledge needed. No prior hypnotic training needed. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Send no money. Just name and address. Pay postman two ninety eight. That sounds like money that I'm sending. <laughs> Plus COD postage or send $3 with order and we pay postage. Send no money, but here's a bunch of money. you can yeah, send. Here's three different money options. <laughs> Again, this is creating supervillains, man. Art reproducer. Draw anyone or anything in one minute. No lessons. That's all it says. <laughs> can you imagine if you're a kid and you're seeing this and you're like, why hasn't like a supervillain, why hasn't like a... a government dictator like use this tv hypnotist thing like is this a real thing i'd be scared to know that this existed and only nerds with comic books know this why doesn't the government have a handle on this shit tell me this isn't like targeted advertising make a new friend <laughs> <laughs> in my mind it's like frankenstein make a new friend that's how yeah, yeah, that's yeah. and then i read it it's like who wouldn't like to make a new friend now you can have your very own pen pal act now all you need to do is send a dear pen pal letter blah 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 I was like, oh, I thought I was actually manufacturing the companion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is where we start to get some weird stuff. How about Darling Pet Monkey, 20 bucks? Wait, oh, sold. Is, what's the address? This squirrel monkey makes an adorable pet and amusing companion. Show an affection and enjoy its company. Almost human with its warm eyes. Your family will love it. These young monkeys grow about 12 inches high, eats the same food as you do, and even likes lollipops. Simple to care for and train. Free cage, free leather collar and leash. Monkey toy and instructions. Live delivery guarantee. Only $20. <laughs> Express collect. Mail check or money order to Animal Farm Department, Miami Beach. Dude. And there were some of these that were like, get this little squirrel monkey. If you like jump through all these hoops, you get 20 people to buy stuff from you. Then you get a monkey. And like there's, there's reports that are like none of these monkey things were ever actually fulfilled. But I call bullshit. I think they were like, they went to the company like, hey, you aren't sending out any of these monkeys, are, are you? And they're like, no. And then there's a guy in the back throwing a bag of monkeys in the river. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was imagining him with a gun looking at the monkeys with his finger over his lips. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, there are at least a handful of kids who jump through all these hoops or sent the money in and suddenly this like ravenous monkey shows up in a box like dead alive style yeah and it's just like i've been in a box all the way from south america i have no clue what's going on i have weird diseases and i'm here to bite your family and just goes ape shit <laughs> all over the place just just ripping the house apart <laughs> the parents have no clue because they're not clued into what this kid's been doing with his comic books they didn't know you could get monkeys out of the back of these fuckers <laughs> I didn't know either. If you guys have gotten monkeys, please write us and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Just unbelievable. And like 
There is a claim that none of these were ever fulfilled, but I call bullshit. You think some of them were? After watching Tiger King on Netflix, this is just some fucking like scam of people who are like, again, I caught a hundred of these monkeys in South America. You want to unload these monkeys? Kids will love them. And they're like, well, isn't this kind of irresponsible to transport these animals across like intercontinental lines? And like, nah, fuck it. We'll get 20 bucks a pop. the 70s and or 80s who cares oh my god I, and there's a bunch of these here's here's a friend a t a miniature monkey at no cost there's a handful of them like i think they're from they might be from the same like group but jesus limited supply no shit they're live monkeys and it's does it say live does it say live right on there yeah L- live miniature monkey where they would send you a fucking teacup monkey now i kind of want a monkey it's kind of sad when you think about it what's well, sad after you've seen the tiger king but yeah i know i want a monkey now here's another one live pet seahorses live miniature teacup chihuahuas i mean you could get animals illegally shipped to you through these fucking comic books my parents were not bad parents but they also were not like all up in my shit and like to be fair i didn't get in a lot of like nonsense trouble but like if i did this it would be without them knowing and then all of a sudden we would have like a teacup fucking chihuahua and they would be like where did this come from i'm like 399 bitch how could i say no <laughs> <laughs> and again it uses a lot of guilt it's like i need a home sad and you're like i got to buy this fucking chihuahua monkey thing <laughs> Yeah, was I not going to get it, Mom? Oh, my gosh. I have an animal one that I think, because I feel like it can beat monkeys, because I feel like monkeys are novel, and everybody fucking wants monkeys. Like, that makes sense. I'm, like, flipping through, and in the same page as self-defense, learn how to draw Spider-Man, joke items, x-ray glasses, This oh, the same one with skateboards, a super ring that you can control TV devices with, an invisible field. Whoa. Okay. It's very vague, but, like, okay, I can see why you might want that. There's one that has a picture of a rooster, and it says, raid bantams, chickens, ducks, turkeys, guineas, geese, for hobby, food, and profit. Send $1 for big picture catalog showing all kinds of fancy poultry. (laughs) And then it gives the address and stuff. And you're like, who did you think was going to do that? Like, you'd want to say, like, farmer children, but they're too busy doing chores to be reading comic books, Too busy selling fucking seeds, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But I read that, I was like, who... Like, how much did it cost to put that ad in there? Did you really think you were going to make your your money back by selling chicken catalogs to nerds? Like, what? There's a lot of money to be made in this bullshit. If it costs you nothing to run this ad, because comic books probably were not very expensive to advertise in, and you had 40,000 units of some bullshit, some seed packs or some chickens, like, Jesus, it does make money because there are people who made a lot of money off of this. And one in particular was a man named... Harold von Braunhut. You know this guy? Have you heard of this guy? No, but it sounds like that like that name has to be someone who scams some people. Oh, what a huckster. So this guy, uh, his <laughs> his dad and grandfather were in this toy business, and they were the ones who created and sold X-ray specs. Crazy crabs, which were, which were just hermit crabs. Hair-raising monsters, which were like printed out cards that grew like sugar crystals to make like hair on the monster. Invisible oh, okay. goldfish invisible goldfish dude sold (laughs) invisible goldfish he has over 400 like patents for little bullshitty things but one of the biggest things he's known for is the amazing sea monkeys he packaged and sold brine shrimp into sea monkeys which are in all of these ads every single Mm. one of these comic books has one for sea monkeys which are these creepy naked looking 
people sitting on a seafloor and in reality they're just brine shrimp that uh, are freeze dried and then when you drop them in the water they're like and they come around they live for a couple days and then they die (laughs) if you're lucky yeah when i'm doing the research for this and it's like oh okay uh you know i'm looking at all these weird ads and i keep seeing this guy's name pop up because he's made a shit ton of money off of selling bullshit like x-ray specs and sea monkeys and then taking that money and donating it to white supremacist movements and speaking at white supremacist rallies Here's the craziest part. He's Jewish (laughs) and he's speaking at anti-Jewish events and he changed his name to add the Vaughn to sound more German. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) He used to be a motorcycle racer. Thing is, he sold the marketing of it to various other companies. He just makes money because he created them. It's kind of like Chick-fil-A. Like we know the owner's a racist piece of shit and homophobic, but like the sandwiches are delicious. So it's like indirect. But it's not the company's fault. If any of you listening right now own Sea Monkeys, please respond to us on social media so we can make fun of you because I need to know who's fucking owning Sea Monkeys right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that even still a thing? Where would you even acquire it? It's still a thing, man. They rebranded to not be naked anymore. Boo. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, lame. I want sexy Sea Monkeys if I'm getting Sea Monkeys at all. But for a time, if you were directly sending money to fucking... Harold Von Braunhut, you are funding white supremacy through dried brine shrimp. That's the only way to support it. (laughs) (laughs) How fucking bonkers is that, dude? It is, but then it makes you wonder, like, what we're talking about, like, all these other ones, like, some of these, you're like, what was that really, what was really happening there? Like, was Uh, that Hitler stamps? You think that wasn't funding some fucking white supremacy shit? You have to remember, like, these are the original basement trolls, like, selling you shit out of their basement. No, that's the Hitler stamps were the opposite. That was actually like a Semitism League where, like, it was fighting the Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) So, what you're saying, the the Hitler stamps might have been funding Nazi hunters? Correct. Oh, yeah, it was the opposite. Shit, it was I just, better <laughs> right? sign me up for 10 triangles. <laughs> so we brought it up at the beginning. You were talking about the hover chair. Yes. So the hover chair, and I don't have one in front of me, but I did see one looking through my research and I remember my personal experience with it. The hover chair that I saw, there were two that I distinctly remember. One was in a, yes, the one that you're showing me right now, that is the one that I remember from reading a magazine called Boy's Life. And it says you can float on air free. And it's a seat in a triangle, 15 different triangles for $25. No, it was like a triangle (laughs) frame. And each point of the triangle had a circle about the size of like a hubcap on it. And that one I think specifically says you can make it from vacuum cleaner parts and stuff. And I looked at that and was like, like what you mentioned before, I wanted to try it. Just I didn't think it would work. And I knew my mom wouldn't let me take a vacuum apart. But I was like, that would be so cool to try it. And I like in my mind was like, I know I'm not going to be like flying around like on Coruscant, but like maybe I will be like, you know, uh, air hockey off the floor, just a little bit off the floor. But then there was one in, I forget where I saw it, but it looked like a store-bought hovercraft. It looked like a raft that you would go like whitewater rafting, but it had like a yellow hood. I remember it seeing was yellow and blue and it looked like something you would take in the water but it was more like oval shaped and it was circular. That one looked more legit, but I don't, I don't think that one explained that you would make it out of vacuum cleaner parts. But I was, that's the thing. Like, gam- like if I'm going to gamble with my $3 and 50 cents, I'm going to go hard or I'm going to go home. And the ability to fly is up there for me. So I 
like you, saw it and I was like, bullshit. But I was so curious as to how old, what... How old? Mm, I mean, I was a boy. I was reading Boy's Life, so I was in grade school. Not a man yet. <laughs> no, yeah. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, probably. Okay. Not in high school yet. So I got the plans. I, I don't know. I don't remember if I sent away to Boy's Life or if we found the plan somewhere else, like at the library or something, and looked at it. Because I was like, I want to build this. I want to figure this out. And here's what it is. It's a shop vac motor and a bunch of PVC hoses that hook up into these different like floating bellows that kind of lift you up off the ground. And then like you said, air hockey. It's exactly like that. It's blasting air into these pads and it floats you around. But here's the thing. You have to be like perfectly still because if you lean one way or the other, that thing like puts too much pressure and you're not floating anymore. So it's mm-hmm. like complete bullshit. But I found the plans and was like literally like I'm going to get five shot backs and I'm going to build this thing and make it like really powerful. But like when you found out that you weren't two feet off the ground, it was like, <laughs> yeah, oh. it was like enough that you could slide like a piece of like computer paper between the, the chair and the floor. They're like, you could probably do this in the gym, but you can't go over grass with it. You can't go over, probably can't even go over gravel with it. Like you have to be on a smooth ass surface. I feel, I think we should try it. I mean, the, pr- the plans have to be online now. We should be able to. If we had like a video component, if we had like a TV show, like Rocketeers go around, do shit, there's the name. Oh, I figured it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to see a show called Rocketeers Do Shit, you don't have to send any money. Send $2 to P.O. Box Rocketeers. <laughs> send me fucking money so I can get a hovercraft show. <laughs> it's the first episode we fly around in a hovercraft and we're like, well, uh, I don't really have much else I got to do. Show's canceled. <laughs> I like that you say fly around in a hovercraft as opposed to sit perfectly still on a thing that is pretty much on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but if we had a fake TV show, we could like take all the money. They're like, are you guys going to build sets or like buy cameras? I'm like, no, we're going to shoot it on an iPhone. I'm going to take all this money and buy all this crap from old comic books and just see what Yeah, we I was going to say, fuck that. I'm buying $20 monkeys. <laughs> They said guaranteed live. There was no no time date on that. No expiration date. Those things are they're guaranteed live. I'll get my twenty dollars back. Oh my god, Kate monkey. would be so mad if I suddenly got a monkey. Oh, would she though? It said human like eyes, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, soft yeah. eyes, mm. <laughs> like a doll's eyes. <laughs> oh, so weird. Uh, these these are really fun though. Like it's it's amazing what you find, and amazing the ones that you're like, no fucking way. Well, I have one left and it was my absolute favorite because it made me do a double take. Do it. You want to do that one to close us out? Yeah, man. All right. This is in my my Daredevil 248. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm looking. And now again, this is the same page that has the deep, dark magic that we talked about. It's got the Atlas muscles magic tricks. There's also, we haven't even mentioned it, but there's a lot of ones that are just about comics. Like if you're looking for these specific comics or comics from this time period or you want to list of all the comics I have for sale, there's tons of that. Movie scripts, all these jokes, Bleeding Gum and Vanishing Ink in literally the direct middle of the page. And this is one of those pages that has all different sized boxes. In the absolute middle of the page, there's a medium sized yellow box. And in capital letters in bold print, it says, Attention, Virginia. If you are traveling this summer, come see us at Dave's Comics Village Shopping Center. And it gives the stuff, it gives the the address and it says, you won't be sorry. (laughs) And I'm like, did they take out a classified ad to talk to one specific girl named Virginia? (laughs) And that's not what it is. The place is in Virginia. And they're just trying to say, but like, doesn't it sound like that? It doesn't say, hey, if your attention, if you're in Virginia... It says, attention, Virginia. If you're traveling this summer, come see us at Dave's Comics. 
you won't be sorry. And then there's like a creepy. (laughs) (laughs) For a good time, call Dave's Comics, especially if you're named Virginia. Hey, Virginia. But I, I read that and I honestly, like I read everything else on the page to see if there was like uh, like a, a classified or a missed connections component to some of these. Because <laughs> I'm Virginia. sure there would be. I mean, why not? I'm dyslexic, so I would have read that completely wrong. Hey, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So if you guys have $2.50, you can send it to P.O. Box. Yeah, if you want a complete list of all the jokes we just said, send us $2 (laughs) plus $2 in shipping and handling. Unless you want us to pay the shipping handling, then send us $5. (laughs) (laughs) Those are fucking funny, man. If you guys have older comics, check out some of these things. Like, actually spend a minute to read one of these pages. I guarantee you will chuckle. Yeah, they are super weird, super fun. I love the implications. I love the, uh, like, miniature supervillains that they're creating. (laughs) <laughs> with their nuclear submarines, bug out cabins, kryptonite rocks, and hypno coins. <laughs> if any of you have ever bought stuff or tried to buy stuff or looked into this shit, let us know that too, because that would be funny as hell. I've never met anybody who actually bought this stuff, but I found online people with stories about like the cabin. Like that's how I found out what the cabin was yeah, or yeah. the submarine. I have a picture of a guy in the cardboard submarine who seems like he's having a great time. So, <laughs> I mean, he's a little kid, so he's stupid. What does he know? It seems like he's having a great time. (laughs) All right. Keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Hey, Rumi, I think we should do a countdown of the most ridiculous ads from old school comic books. Yes. If you want to hear our countdown, please send us a (laughs) dollar (laughs) fifty. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna stop this and like in a couple minutes I'm gonna like talk to Amanda and I'm gonna say that joke and she's not gonna laugh. Not gonna laugh at all. She'll be like, if you want me to do all of the dishes, please send two dollars and fifty cents. All right, we'll be back with our pulp culture countdown in just a moment. All right, welcome back. This is your pulp culture countdown of the most ridiculous comic book ads from the backs of comic books. This is a tricky one because, like, it was yeah, there was some really funny ones. It was a tricky one, but uh, (laughs) number five, we had what was the last one that we said, which just came fucking out of nowhere. Hey, Virginia, (laughs) if you're traveling, come visit us at Dave Comics. You won't be sorry. (laughs) Wink, wink. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I get it now. You're it's targeting Virginian people, but it's not what it should have said. Hey, Virginians! But also, it's just like why? Like you obviously don't seem to understand how ads work. Like that guy has a has a billboard up that says, "Hey, car." <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's like you're not targeting the car billboard. You're targeting the people inside the car, and he's like. Oh, I don't understand. That guy's Dave, Dave's dumb. <laughs> yeah, the state of Virginia is not buying any comics. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, and he's like, I've taken one out in every state. <laughs> hey, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fun. He did research that like the state of Virginia like daredevils. So he put that ad in that one. So somewhere in the world, there's a grandchild. And he goes, Grandma Virginia, how did you meet Grandpa Dave? And she's like, I saw his ad in a comic book, Billy. And I walked into the store and I said, hey, Dave, I'm Virginia. I saw your ad in the comic book. And Dave goes, I mean, I was actually, uh, I mean, never mind. Hey, what's up? 
Dave said, you're not going to be sorry. Uh, if we'd made these jokes <laughs> earlier, I would have pushed to have this higher on the list. But that's our number uh, five is Hey, Virginia. <laughs> I, I don't think I realized the gem that it was. It was a slow oh, That's evolving. the thing. I just kept thinking more and more about it. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it just doesn't understand advertising. At, at number four, the classic x-ray specs for all you little perverts out there. <laughs> perverts slash doctors. They're adjustable. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had a pair of like x-ray specs or like whatever ones and you're like, you're supposed to see through your hand and it just gives you this weird double image and one of the images darker. So it's like, I can sort of see through my hand. Stupid. Like, Where'd you really? They came in like a Halloween packet of something just for fun. You, you didn't send away for it. No, this wasn't on the back of a comic book. Really what all of this is peddling is disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> and this really like the the extra specs has to be on the list because that is the one that i think most people know oh we didn't even put this on the list but the muscle one too those two i oh, think are yeah. probably the most well-known often parodied like we know like everyone knows that one that's those are like the biggest one x-ray specs atlas and sea monkeys hell yeah number three <laughs> is one that was not known as well but it won me over it's probably my favorite that we talked about today possibly with the exception of hey virginia but own one millionth of a kryptonite rock if you hate or love Superman. I just love the idea. <laughs> I love the sales pitch, like that it was this whole thing that was probably unnecessary. The kid was either going to buy it when it said, when he read the word kryptonite, he was either going to buy it or not to begin with. But yeah. I like the idea. I like the story. I like the salesmanship of it. And I also like how that easily turns into origin stories for either other superheroes or su- probably <laughs> supervillains. This kid just has his marker and he's circling all the things he needs to be a supervillain. He's like, get this hovercraft, Hover chair. Got the submarine. Yeah. Uh, I got this uh, Nuclear kryptonite. Submarine. Uh, I got the hypnotist thing for the TV and I got my bug out cabin. and I, The locksmith kit. Yeah. Locks. This, he's ready to be a supervillain and, and he's going to send away for the invisible helmet and nobody will know who he is. That's right. They'll think it's themselves. Everyone will just arrest themselves. <laughs> <laughs> number three kryptonite rock reading supervillains since 1987 number two the darkest of magic <laughs> oh my god that that was the best because there's so much magic in here but it's like fun party tricks and this one's like dude do you want to fucking talk to dead relatives or not send me three dollars <laughs> send me three dollars i will send you a book of magic spells what did this book look like do you think it was like bound in human flesh or was it like a couple of note cards with like a staple punched through them? Yeah, that's what it was. I think everyone wanted it to be like they wanted it to be a leather tome that like yeah. when you, you opened up the manila envelope and put it on your desk, dust billowed out and then you opened it and like a, like a weird sound happened like the wind when you opened it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It was a couple pages photocopied together. It probably had like a coffee stain on the cover. That's what I'm hoping I get. But no, it's going to be a bubblegum <laughs> cards worth of fucking magic spells. It's like handwritten. <laughs> it's like <laughs> how not to get screwed from the back of a comic book spell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's how you can magically make $3. One, trick kids into thinking dark magic is real. Two, write your address in the book. <laughs> Three, send this paper to somebody. Pass it on. It was like the origin of a chain letter. <laughs> can you imagine if just like the puzzle box from Hellraiser showed up? And you're like, oh, well. That's not the puzzle well, I was hoping for. I got what I but I got what I asked for. I wanted two steel circles that were <laughs> locked together that I needed to figure out how to get apart. <laughs> oh, number two, the darkest of magic. What's number one, Rumi? Number one is probably the best, and it's pretty topical with all that's going on in Netflix right now. But it's you want a monkey? All right, cool. Send me this twenty dollars through this comic book. You can get a live monkey, guaranteed live. Can you imagine when they're like, "Oops!" The little kid like opens it and it's just a dead monkey. How horrifying! How terrible! I can't imagine. Oh, 
if my kid was upset because he got a dead monkey in the mail, I'd say, no, no, buddy, it's okay. Look, it says guaranteed. We'll get our $20 back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. Look at the back of this comic book. It says dark magic. We can probably resurrect your monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's when you start doing like, you, you, make a, you make a weekend out of ordering a couple of those things. <laughs> Oh, it's really sad, though, because I think when the government probably found out that, like, monkeys were being transported across state lines and they shut that shit down, there's literally, like, a bunch of euthanized monkeys at the bottom of a river somewhere. (laughs) Or they just let them loose and then those monkeys ordered their own shit. Gorilla Garad. (laughs) Gorilla Garad ordered a kryptonite ring and now he's a super villain. (laughs) Monkeys running around with mirrored helmets on fucking people up. With their dark magic. Oh, my God. That was amazing, Rumi. Well, guys, let us know what dumb shit you've bought. Please send $5 to PS <laughs> with your suggestions. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchPadPod and our website, LaunchPadPod.com. Rumi, let's blast this thing off. You got it. <laughs> Till next time, we're the Rocketeers. We are out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.